get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Hello and welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah and I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 354 and this week we're chatting all about maybe TikTok entering the gaming realm. We've got some news on Raven Software and uh, how they've been going with their union plans. And I got a good news story of the week. But before we get into that, I'm going to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how are you? I'm good yourself. It was so nice seeing you the other day. Yes! I don't even know. It was a girl's night. So That's uh, fine. So sorry, Simon. Oh, don't. (laughs) I am 100% not uh, worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Excellent. Excellent. We'll get into the crew check-in in in a moment. But but first, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. I want to remind you that if you enjoy this podcast we do each week, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some merch, you know walk around with that girls on games pride you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games or maybe you'd like to give us a tip maybe buy us a coffee you can do that by going to our ko-fi that's ko-fi.com slash girls on games or now we've got another addition to our housekeeping each week you got a question for us maybe you want to be heard on the show Leave us a message using the talkback button in the iHeartRadio app. Click on that little mic icon when you visit the Girls on Games podcast page, and you can record us a message. So much fun. All right. So it's been an interesting week. Catherine, what have you been up to? Well, we saw each other on Saturday. We did! (laughs) I legit, uh, it, it was a long weekend in Canada, and I took Friday off. Uh, as I do every long weekend that we have to uh, mm-hmm. go through my vacation days that I didn't take because COVID happened. Yeah. Um, and I legit What's had COVID? to throw out half of my makeup. It was all and expired? It's, yes. Yeah. Anything that was not a powder product smelled off. Yeah, of mm. course. So Can I... Can totally relate to that. Yes. Totally. I know. Um, so I went and bought makeup <laughs> so that I could be pretty for Saturday night because we were going to a fancy restaurant. Girl, you're always fish. pretty. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I needed to be extra pretty, though. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was a nice evening. That was a fun evening. The food was a bit disappointed for the price, but it was... I, it, was a- it was one of those things where it's like, you gotta you gotta try, right? I'm not. Yeah. I'm never really disappointed because, I mean, a lot of it's you know me choosing too like mm-hmm. i really enjoyed my first course and then my second course just wasn't my favorite but that that you know that's why you try that's part of the yeah. part of the experience you got to know what you like and if you keep picking the same thing every time then that's kind of boring yeah. <laughs> i i just find like it's it's a lot of like these super fancy like old port restaurant montreal restaurant mm. they do a few things really well but then the other the rest is a bit lackluster and then they charge you for it. Like I really enjoyed my two first courses, which are basically the appetizers, but the main mm-hmm. course, which was like the chicken, 
was absolutely a bland, tasteless. Mm. Yeah. Um, That's desserts were good. Man, that oh, the shomar was fucking dynamite. <laughs> Yo, yeah. What's the English name for pudding shomar? Uh, there isn't one. We don't really, really? have one. Yeah. Explain yeah, to the people. None of my family knew what it was. Explain right? to the people what it is. Yeah, we we so maybe some context. Um, it my sister's getting married in August, and as the maid of honor, I have the great honor of setting up the bachelorette party. Um, but everybody is over thirty, and uh, we don't feel like getting up to no good no more. Um, we're just too tired. So mm-hmm. uh, I planned Amen. a nice ladies weekend um in montreal because uh why not go back to my stomping grounds plus i needed the food (laughs) and the fashion um so yeah we ended up in uh in montreal for a few days uh it was an adventure but yeah one of the evenings cat uh was able to come join us so it was my mom and my sister and my cousin and my sister's best friend and Catherine, and we had a great time chatting and talking about girl stuff and yeah Drinks, yeah. food, good company. I loved it. Nice, that's awesome. I uh, I remember my 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 own um, bachelor's party very fondly. Not because of what we did, but because seeing Pascal drunk was actually pretty fantastic. <laughs> it has not happened very often in our fifteen plus years of friendship. So seeing he, him he drunk a, was pretty awesome. He is not a, a big drinker to the point where he'll get drunk. Often. I think I've seen him drunk like once or twice. When he it. does, he gets so touchy-feely. It's so yeah. fucking cute. He kept hugging <laughs> me. And I'm like, dude, I love this. More of you like this, please. <laughs> but no, it doesn't really happen a lot. I, I think like in, in the almost 16 years we've been together, I've seen him drunk like probably like a handful of time. Mm. <sighs> Craziness. I, but, but yeah, Cat, it was great. Yeah, no, it was really really fun um other than that what did i do this weekend i want to know about your tie-dye extravaganza because they look fantastic yes so i pascal cleaned out his uh old Mm t-shirts because my man's been going to the gym and um the titties were popping out and the shoulders were popping out Mm, um, busting them seams yeah so and there was stuff in there that was like years, like years old. And he whipped out one of the classic Ubisoft logo shirts that I had got him, which was a, a sample from back when I worked in licensing mm-hmm. um, that I had grabbed him. I remember and those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had a t-shirt that was a, a gift from my sister-in-law. That's just like a cat wearing sunglasses. And it says bad Minu, which is like bad cat or like. <laughs> <laughs> and it was beautiful t-shirt, but it, he had minu. worn it a lot. And it was like yellowed and disgusting a bit. Mm. So, And I had a t-shirt from a Ubisoft event that I had won in a raffle. It was white, also very like plain looking. And I had my old... A Hanzo t-shirt, an Overwatch t-shirt that I had stopped wearing because it got a bit tight and it got stained and I figured like I, I could use it as a sleep shirt. So what I did is just, I did the, the stripping like they do on TikTok. I didn't have the borax or whatever it's called. I just grabbed like regular oxy clean whatever and I just mm-hmm. soaked it. Like I put it in hot water and those t-shirts in there and we fucked off to the gym for like an hour or two. And when we came back, I just 
did a rinse and spin cycle in the machine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they got back to a sparkling white. Nice. I got rid of like most of the sweat stain. There's stuff that's just like the pits got used up. Like the fabric's actually like. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Not much you can do about that. <laughs> yeah. But there were just like 100% white cotton t-shirts, perfect candidates for tie-dye, and mm. I just went to town. So uh, what I learned is you do need to use a lot of dye, like really get in there, because I find that like the bad me new one, I was I just crumpled the shirt and I was going for like that splash of like almost that Splatoon type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have enough. I covered the stain. Most of the stains are gone, but, I, uh, but I'm like, now I'm like, I think I just need to add more colors to it because mm. I only did uh, purple and green mm-hmm. but I'm like yeah I should add like two more colors and I might re-dye it um, the one I won a Ubisoft event it was the event was called La Creme de la Creme Cream of the Crap des- yeah there's a design with like uh, on the back with like uh, a big ice cream cone so I went mm-hmm. for like popsicle colors so it's just stripes of like blue red and yellow mm-hmm. and then for the hanzo shirt i just i just did the classic swirl design but i used some of the colors that were like purple and blue the same as the hanzo design mm. and then uh the ubisoft one it was the classic logo in yellow and red so i did like a bullseye design using yellow and red dye How'd you learn how to do the different designs? Did you look them up on YouTube or something to figure out how to tie the shirts? It's a little paper that came in the kit I bought. Oh! So I got a kit off Amazon that had like 16 colors and like multiple packets of the same color. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can get like, you can get a pack that just has the basic colors and then you mix your yellow and your red and you make your own orange. Um, Mm -hmm. This one, like it was pretty clear that they didn't make the actual pigment of the color. They just mixed the primary colors. Mm. Oh, you could tell. The powder, the, like, yeah, you could tell the colors based on. Like, yeah. yes, because I, I dropped a bit. Like, I would put the, the powder in in the bottle over the sink. And at one point when I did the purple, it got a bit everywhere. And when it got in the sink, it started to mix a bit with the color. I could see the spots of blue and red. Uh. Okay. So they just kind of like pre-mix the powders to make. The I mean, colors. you know, you're getting shit off of Amazon. It's probably not top best quality, but if it, you know, did what it was supposed to do, then. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look. I compared to some of the kits that were like, and it was in the height of like when everybody was tie dyeing, like t- last year, I think, or something like that. And I never got around to doing it. And my mm. plan when I got the kit was not just like, oh, everybody's tie dyeing because we're bored. It's just I saw it and I was like, yo, I got two shirts that. I was still I could still wear, but like they're stained. <laughs> like this would hide the stains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I got the bug. So um I have some old dark t shirts that I think I'm gonna tie dye with bleach. Cool. Thing, but with bleach so that it kinda like and maybe try and I don't know, re dye some of the black parts. I don't know. I have I have an old Ubisoft um zip up hoodie that's actually heather gray that's like getting really dingy and really old and i just kind of wear it to the gym i might give it a bit of tie-dye just to like spruce it up and hide some of the stain (laughs) (laughs) why not um but yeah and i got i have i had a heather gray t-shirt which is the same brand as the t-shirt 
that Pascal had, the bad menu one. It's just a cup of coffee and it says Cafe Yo. Um, and I stopped wearing it because it was dirty. But when I stripped it, it got clean. Well, <laughs> so then. I didn't tie-dye it. Okay. So the stripping thing really does work. Yes. And you don't need to get, like, yes, you can get the borax and everything. But, like, mm -hmm. if you don't have it, there's, like, um, I just Googled recipes, like, what to do to get a t-shirt white again. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was just, like, you could use lemon juice or um, baking powder. Not baking powder. Um, like, uh, the, the Arm & Hammer stuff. Baking uh, soda? Baking soda. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, like mixtures like that. One of the solution was just like mix warm water with your regular um, laundry soap and mm -hmm. just kind of like leave it for like a day. Yeah. And like when I tell you that the water was disgusting, it was gross. <laughs> yeah. Like it shows, if anything, it shows that m modern washing machines do not wash clothes. They tumble them well, around. Well, no, it needs, bit. the key is, is that it needs to sit in it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. it washes the clothes, but if you've got legit stains, stains, yeah, 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 you, you need or to let it sit. Or just like dirt, just come, just well, dirt that gets stuck in the fabric. They need to like they. You need to have because the new the modern washing machines use less water, right? Yeah, which is great. We got to do this for the environment. Don't get me wrong, but because like the way that water takes away stuff is it places things between the water molecules, right? Hmm. So if you use less water, you can rinse away less dirt. Mm. So I understand the, that. So the big washing machines, like the old washing machines, I use way too much water. Um, used to better, or like old ways of washing clothes were just like literally let it soak and then. Yeah. So once yeah. in a while, if you have, I'm not saying like use more water or use old washing machines, like just for yeah. like your regular day-to-day -day wash. But mm -hmm. I think, like, if you have clothes that you wear a lot and that you love and that, like, or even, like, for us girls, uh, us with titties, um, bras. Wait, you know, what? You have yes. those? Yes. Yeah, you didn't tell do. me? Yeah, they're there. Well, fuck me. Um, if you have, like, light-colored bras, like, you know, they get, at one point, they kind of, like, get brown and dirties around the straps. Like, or, like, the deodorant just, like, sits on it and doesn't go away. You exactly. know, and even a dark bra and it starts to go colors because just the chemical stuff with the deodorant, right? Yeah. So, or like linens, bed sheets. I'm not saying like you have to do it like, right, but like, I think like I should do that like once a year or once every six months or something like that. I think every once a week during a work from home day, I should have something soaking in the tub. Yeah. So when we were in Montreal and it was super hot, I had worn two silver chains. I've got a silver chain with a pendant on it that I bought in Mexico when I got married. And when I was home over Christmas or over last August, I bought a, it's not a chain. It's like a piece of, it's like a rope almost, but I have a Newfie coin on it because before Newfoundland had entered uh, confederation, we had our own monies. Um, and I have two shirts now that I wore it with that my body must chemically react with the with the the silver in the chain, and uh, I have like dark marks on, on my shirt skin? where it oh, sat. On no, on the shirt. So I got them <laughs> sitting in in the in the sink now with shout on mm. it. But uh, but yeah, like there's stuff that just like your body 
reacts with certain metals, with the stuff in deodorant, with just like whatever's in the atmosphere. And mm. it can stain your clothing, even if you don't do like I do and drop tea all over everything. <laughs> um, I, I can't wear a white shirt to work because ne- never fears. I end up with tea spilt all down my front. <laughs> But yeah. Issues. If, if you think Leah your problems. clothes are, are ruined, sometimes you just need to let them chill in a tub of water and soap. Or and if it results. Still <laughs> and if it still doesn't go away, tie dye. Tie dye. <laughs> and it's basically like when I when I pay, when I showed um, shared it on like one of uh, the game dev discords. I'm on like I I just use like the like the Drake emoji like accidental stains. No. Uh. Colorful stains on purpose? Yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> nice. Nice. Have you have you ever seen the um the Game Grumps Power Hour where they try to do tie-dye t-shirts? No. Yes. Oh, it was a, like, such a journey. It's four episodes and they only do actual tie-dye in one of those four episodes. <laughs> so what do they do the other three? One of them is uh one of the employees goes out in the wild looking for tie-dye and he's just like walking around the neighborhood and then he gets into the woods and he's just completely fucking lost. Uh, one of them, uh, kill a uh, man, go to- steal his shoes. Kill, kill a man, man, take his shoes. Kill a man, take his shoes. The other one, uh, the other oh, one, they had, the, they had the Jacksepticeye and uh, oh, yeah. like the original, I guess the the first person on YouTube to do that, the 10 Friend Power Hour was him. Mm-hmm. So he's there and it's like the whole time they're trying to do tie-dye and it's just Jacksepticeye like getting them um, uh, uh, served, I guess you would say, like saying you're gonna stop doing your show, or or I'm gonna sue you, and then it's just them going back and forth, and it's just it's 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 complete 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 madness. So you should go just watch it. It's really fun. <laughs> I have to check that out. At one point, they get to the episode where they actually do tie dye, and Dan yeah. is just like so happy with his T-shirt at the end. He's like, we should have done this like three episodes ago exactly what even is your channel (laughs) (laughs) like i don't watch game grumps regularly but i did follow the tie-dye saga the the 10 minute power hours are really good because they're not like it's just it's just them doing real life stuff you know they like recently they played some guess who but it was like with um video game characters um the last one they did was guess who but every single one of the of the little characters was a penis but like a different size (laughs) different type of penis like some some had veins some had hair some were circumcised some not so you had to so you had to guess yes well i mean it was drawings it wasn't like actual penises still so so you had to like guess which uh like you said they were trying yeah is yours circumcised uh does yours have hairs on the balls that kind of stuff was pretty good So yeah, so ridiculous. that's that's what they do. That's what they do on uh, every every two every two Mondays. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the Gay Grubs for finally having a viral sound on TikTok, and it's which it's one is Dan, it? What is it? Yeah, it's Dan going. Welcome to the Ten Minute Power Hour. Uh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've heard it yet. Uh, oh, nice. It's usually yeah, it's people that use that sound and with the caption they describe like a situation in their life, like cool, you know, like, starting new job, getting a Karen on the first day, stuff like that. Oh, like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, probably I probably have heard it and just it didn't register because I'm not familiar with the game. Yeah, Grimms. you don't know Game Grumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Dan and Aaron's voice, like I unmistakable for me. It's like oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Role is just like so many memes sent to me. 
mm-hmm. by Pascal and Simon. <laughs> now that it's just like I, I just know them. I've been listening to Game Grumps for since they started, pretty much. Mm. So eight, eight or nine years ago now. So it's just kind of crazy to me that I'm seeing them live in June in Toronto. So the the last weekend of Are June. You so to- I'm coming to Toronto. Are yes. We could. Yay! Uh, the show is Friday on the 24th. Okay. And then, and then 25th. Um, yeah. Actually, we could do that on the 25th. Um, we're going to Medieval Times. <gasps> uh, I've been wanting to do that so much. Okay, well, I uh, we have two tickets. I'll see if we can bump it up to four so we can all be sitting in okay, the Okay, let me place. double check with Mike to make sure okay. it's not working. So yeah. that's on the 25th. 25th. Okay, cool. Yeah, June 25th. Yeah. Oh my God. Making plans on the podcast. Making plans. <laughs> Plans, get to see my friends. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> Simon, what have you been up to? Oh, um, a little bit sad because we were supposed to have our again first world problems as fuck, but we were supposed to have our pool installed um on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and a uh, guy just bailed on us, so uh, so we so we bitch. have to find another installer, which is uh, <laughs> kind of a pain. We found one, but it's he's gonna come like June tenth or June eleventh, something like that. So, oh so it'll be a little bit still. So that's kind of a little bit disappointing, but that's okay. Had a great Sunday though. We had um, it was the CS:GO uh, and the Rainbow Six Major Finals. So we had Alban uh, and his girlfriend over at, at my place. So we kind of had an eSport double date. Nice! And uh, so, yeah, if you, if you want to see pictures, we had two TVs up in the living room and we were watching both um, at the same time uh, there. And that was actually pretty, pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> so that was, yeah. Uh, I would recommend doing that with, with friends uh, as much as you can. It's really cool. And uh, at one point it was funny because uh, me and Adam were watching uh, our... Um, CSGO and uh, my girlfriend and his girlfriend were like, we don't really care. We're, R6 is fun, but CSGO, we don't care. So they went upstairs and they played Raft for an hour while we were playing, while watching CSGO. And it was actually pretty good. So that was fun. This was good. Oh, so, yeah, how had fun. a great time. That was cool. Guys, I miss I, I, the, the vibes, the feeling just being able to hang out with people again. I didn't it's, realize. it's happening <laughs> i didn't realize how much i missed it yeah as much realize. as i say i'm an introvert I, I i totally am an introvert like i need moments to recharge um mm, but like mm-hmm. being with people is still was really missing like i felt really really good and like happy for a couple of days now just because we had you know family over the week before and then friends over last weekend and it's kind of like yeah you know Seeing people, mm-hmm. awesome, making plans and having fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that's why I was. It was so good just to get a chance to get out and like. Mm. It, it, I'm not gonna lie. Waking up this morning was tough because I was like, oh, I gotta go to work. But <laughs> you know, I really did feel like I was refreshed. Now, mind you, it may have also helped that we went to the Strom Spa on, on uh, Sunday, and that was pretty nice. Um, but yeah, it was just great to like be doing something completely different than than what we've been doing for essentially two and a half years right yeah oh yeah <laughs> i do have an airing of the grievances though what? Oh, what is that never ever again will i fly WestJet airlines oh wow what guys happened? i'm i'm so here's the thing there's i know there's a lot of people wanting to travel right now and I understand Pearson Airport is an absolute shit show. 
but the absolute roller coaster ride of an adventure that WestJet brought us on during this travel experience was absolutely wow. batshit crazy. Wow. So, so my mom, okay, maybe a little bit of preface. My mom, we didn't know if my cousin Rachel, when she was coming or if she was going to make it. So my mom didn't want to travel, especially once she got to Montreal trying to get to the condo by herself. So she decided she was going to come meet up with us. So fly St. John's to Mont- to Toronto and then go with us on the same flight from Toronto to Montreal. So then she would be with us. Because I don't even know if she's used Uber herself before, right? Now, mind you, she could have used a taxi or whatever, but she just felt more comfortable with us. Totally understand. So we meet her up in Toronto and we go finally to board our airplane, which is a tiny airplane because when we decided to go from Pearson because it's the closest for all of us instead of driving into downtown. And as soon as we get on the airplane, Elise and I are near the back and it is fucking hot. Fucking hot. And when we go to get on the airplane, they hand us a a wipe, like one of those like Clorox wipes. But it's not to wipe down the chair ourselves and the table ourselves after the flight before. But okay, fine. You want me to wipe down the thing? That's fine. But Elise got a look at the package that the Clorox thing came out of. It's not normal Clorox. It's actually this stuff in the use, they use in the hospitals, she said, that's like super corrosive and we shouldn't be touching with our hands. What the So fuck? the lady who is handing this out, the stewardess, hands us this thing in our bare hands and Elise and I are just holding it by our tippy fingers. We're like, eh. So anyways, that's fine. We get on the airplane. It's fucking boiling the entire time we're fanning ourselves and elise's table tray thing you know Mm -hmm. is vibrating so loud when we're in the air it's louder than the like airplane jet engine itself so i actually took the the card that you have like the osacor card you know with all the emergency things to do of like if there's an incident over water or whatever i folded it in half and jammed it in the thing so that it would stop vibrating i could hear it through my noise canceling headphones it was fucking ridiculous okay so we get off the airplane mom's luggage is nowhere to be found no one can help us at all and for the duration of the trip it was an absolute nightmare to get mom's luggage. And she packed stuff because we were going out to the spa. She needed a swimsuit. We were going to fancy dinners. She needed dresses. She only had a pair of jeans, her t-shirt, the shoes she had on, and oh, a like no. Adidas like zip up that I had given her for Christmas one year. Oh my God, what a shit show. They could not even tell us for their first two days. Now mind you, we were only there for four days. <laughs> they couldn't tell us for the first two days if this luggage actually got on the airplane in St. John's. See, I have just no idea what happened they had to no that. Idea where no, the they fuck just it was. lost it somewhere, no but that's all it is. And we spent the first evening we were on the phone. Elise was on the phone for an hour, and they hung up on her because apparently the place closed. The the wow. luggage people closed. The second day, both mom and I both called. So by the time we actually got to speak to someone, we had already spent three hours on the phone on hold. <sighs> And they couldn't answer anything there. So every morning we kept calling back, trying to figure out where it was. We managed to find out that, yes, it made it to Toronto, but they didn't know where it was. And I don't know if anybody's seen the images of Pearson. The luggage is a nightmare there right now. The place to pick up the, your luggage, you mean? No, yeah, because they, they've... It's just absolute chaos. It's crazy to go through security. Like, they okay. just don't have enough people to run the fucking airport. Oh, like, yeah. 25% of the people to run the airport, the airport's running at max capacity. Yeah, yeah. Of people going through the place. So it's just absolute shit show. So finally, they found her bag. 
They shipped it to Montreal, but they couldn't tell us when we were going to get it. And the, the night that we found out that it was in Montreal and that they should be couriering it to us, we were going the next day. Oh, and the God. way that the website had it listed, it made it look like, and don't even get me started on the WestJet website thing. They couldn't, they couldn't take accents for, or any weird characters <laughs> or different characters in their, in their setup for putting in addresses yeah. when you try to find your address. Yeah. So I couldn't find Montreal with the accent. And it couldn't find Portugal Cove, St. Phillips, where my parents live, which is like a, a just a community together. So it can't use any apostrophes, can't use any dashes. It was a fucking Jeez. minefield. So they managed to find her luggage. They sent her an email. The email said delivered. So I was like, holy fuck. So we were in this. If I can give a recommendation of a, of a hotel that's like an Airbnb to stay in, Sonder, fantastic. Got, can't give them anything but praise. I'm going to be going and giving them a fantastic review. But I go down to like their little like security front desk area. And this gentleman helps me because I'm like, they said they delivered it because that's what the email said between yeah. like at around 930. So no word of a lie. I was like running like a detective with this guy and we were scrubbing through security footage to see if anybody oh came to God. drop off the bag. What? So and so we went from the time the email was sent to the time I had gotten downstairs and sat there waiting for them because they were also, uh, you know, switching shifts and it wasn't there. Nobody had come by with a bag to drop anything off or nothing. So, fine. I managed to call the company that night. They told me it was coming the next day at 8 a.m. It didn't show up at 8 a.m. I called them at 9 a.m. I said, where's the bag? They're saying it's going to be delivered between 11 and 2. I said, well, that's great. We're flying home at, at, at three. 1. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily... My cousin was sticking around for a bit because she had a later Ugh. flight. So she went to Botanical Gardens. When she came back to pick up her luggage that they had in storage, mom's bag was there. Lo and behold, Rachel was able to bring it all home. But what a fucking shit show. Like Along with, wait, it gets better, Kat. It gets fucking better. <laughs> so we get on the airplane. We, you know, fly back to Toronto. And when they land and they put us on the taxi after all this fucking rinky-dink shit that they've gone through, along with saying that the we were at last boarding call and they were going to close the doors before they actually started boarding for our flight, they turn on the music. And you know what plays? A Christmas song. <laughs> so I I just got there. I was like, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and everybody in the plane started to laugh. Because I was just why fucking the fuck done not? with WestJet. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. I, I don't get it. Like, once they found the bag, like, at one point I would have been like, ship it back to Newfoundland. We're only here four days, but. We didn't know because they were supposed to call us when they found it and they didn't call us. They just sent mom it and it was already Sunday night. We were leaving. Mm you know, Monday afternoon. And like uh, we said to the Sonder people and Ra and Rachel was going to do it. If we didn't have it when Rachel was there to pick up the stuff, we're going to tell them to tell the guy to ship it back to Newfoundland. Because it was just like fucking wow. nightmare. Mm -hmm. But she has her bag now. And in the pro side of it, now she has a whole bunch of new wardrobe items because we had to go shopping. Because <laughs> we were going That's to the plus the side. We were going to fancy dinners. We were going to brunch at the Ritz-Carlton. You can't be in jeans and a t-shirt at the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> I mean, you could, but <sighs> they would nightmare. look at you. But they might not let you win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
But it turned out to be okay in the end. Mom got her stuff. I bought her a really cute little rolly suitcase. I do highly recommend if you have an Apple device or I believe there's tile and stuff to work on Android devices. Air tags are magical. I put an air tag in my luggage and I could track it the entire way because oh, somebody's cool. got the Find My Network somewhere in there. So I could see it go with me on the airplane, be in different parts that's in the baggage so cool. I, I highly recommend oh, that. That is smart. That's really yeah. smart. Yeah, I that's never thought of level. doing that. That's yeah, really so, smart. Yeah, uh, so I heard about that. Someone had mentioned it before and I bought air tags because Mike kept losing his wallet. <laughs> So that's why I had them. Um, the next day after mom had lost her luggage and Elise was like, holy shit, I have a Gucci bag in my, or Gucci dress in my my uh, luggage. I was like, yeah, let's go buy AirTags. So we went to the Apple store and I showed them how to set them up. You can probably get like, I'm sure there's a equivalent for Android. There's like on Amazon I know or there's Tile. Yeah. Um, there's, mm. yeah, there's a bunch of other ones that use essentially Bluetooth devices and yeah, ping yeah. other servers and stuff. I know the Apple one, the kind of the way it does it is all off the, uh, the, the Find My network so yeah. that way it's kind of like if you're Always next on. to somebody that or if you're next to it and you have an, a device that even if it doesn't notice it still pings off the system yeah. um it won't work in like rural areas where people don't have mm-hmm. iphones and stuff but uh but yeah i i highly recommend those and uh yeah i mean we had a fantastic time but yeah what an adventure for some luggage i gotta say I won't fly WestJet again. Their Damn. is shit. Shit <laughs> service. I have I never mean, been more disappointed. I mean, airlines in general are usually pretty shit. I, I haven't had... I've flown a lot. Because you have to realize, too, I live for 18 years in an island in the middle of the North Atlantic. So the only way to get anywhere was flying. Then I decided to do university in uh, undergrad in Montreal and then grad school in Savannah, Georgia. I've been, so I've flown and then plus work for the past few years before the pandemic, I was flying a lot. I've done a lot of different airlines. I, I will never fly them again. I cannot get over what I rinky dink shit operation they run it's garbage save yourself your money pay the extra Man. 20 bucks to go on one of the other airlines guys damn all right well they'll never be commentary a here no I'm, like they would have ever been a sponsor anyways come on now oh my god what shit service but anyways that was my adventure outside of that everything was fun i got to see cat and my mom uh, was very excited because she said she knew she knew everything that was going on in cats in your life, Simon. <laughs> because <laughs> she, she listens to, to just the crew check in on the podcast <laughs> this every part of week. The pod. That's so funny. So yeah, no, but we had we had a good time. Uh, but outside of that, um, it's time to talk games. Uh, I'm curious what you guys have been playing because obviously uh, I haven't been in front of a computer or a game console for a few days. Cat, what have you been playing? I started Disco Elysium. Ooh, nice. and how it goes. Uh, it's a. Uh, I can see how it's going to be a fucking complete mind fuck. But uh, <laughs> I am down. You here for it? Um, first off, director's cut completely voice acted. Nice. Nice. I grew up playing a lot of uh, RPGs uh, before voice acting was a thing, so mm-hmm. I read through the card before the voice actors like voice actors read, like yeah on, catches up mm-hmm. like voice actors on like the second uh, sentence. I'm already choosing through the responses, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. Um, I mean, if you want to take your time and really listen to it and really get into it, like it's really atmospheric and it's amazing. Mm. Um, but sometimes like when, when there's a lot of content and I get a bit impatient and um, 
I'm a very fast reader. My brain is just like going through. Let's speed run this bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's our millennial brain saying, go, 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 go. Never stop. Go, go, go. And you can't put <laughs> yes. that on two times faster like you do podcasts. Yeah, like Audible. No. Listen, I'm at the point where <laughs> some of the Asian series I watch, like if I'm like, I'm invested, but like I'm getting bored, I will watch them at 1.5x and i'm reading subtitles like <laughs> i got other shit to do <laughs> speed it up people let's keep show going. me the juicy part show on the road <laughs> i just need to know i just need to know if the mafia lawyer gets his redemption does it um, sound like does it sound like chipmunks like when i re- edit this podcast at two times speed and we sound like chipmunks <laughs> not completely okay not completely. okay it's just 1.5 okay um if i'm awake enough to do it <laughs> back to disco elysium yeah. um Seriously, I played a bit of Call of Cthulhu and some Lovecraft-inspired like uh, tabletop games and mm-hmm. tabletop RPGs, and I'm like, I can see the influence. Mm. Um, the story is really great, and the way it's like intertwined with the gameplay, like it's it's basically a point-and-click adventure where you're a cop and you're investigating a murder, and shit gets fucky real quick, mm. um, and your progression table like how you level up skills and things like that is tied to aspects of your personality interesting interesting how so like there's a thing that's like shivers which is like a gut feeling like a spidey sense yes (laughs) oh (laughs) but when it kicks in you get a bit like a bit like hyper focused a bit crazy oh um so there's a lot of stuff that's like tied to intuitions or tied to you may look a bit crazy or you may like go out of your mind and there's like physical stuff where you're just like really brunt like you can you know um it's like there's there's your body there's your smarts there's your intuition and then there's motorics so like your motor skills yes okay mobility and stuff yeah, so you have two aspects of your mind and then two aspects of your body. And you can revisit some... If Every time there's, like, a challenge, you can do a check, which is basically rolling dice and seeing that number and mm. adding it to your bonus to see if you fail or you pass. And anybody that's played any kind of, like, TTRPG knows exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you... F- if you fail one or you choose not to do one, th- some of them are called... I think they're called white rolls, which you can re-roll later one if you upgrade a skill or you, if you invest in that skill. So there's aspect of like maybe you missed a part of the story or a clue or because you didn't have the skills or you failed your roll or something. You can revisit that later. Cool. And there's more than one way to like get to what you're trying to do. So even like I chose the a pre-made build. I chose the intellect, which is like you're very smart. And you got fine motor still, but you are not very strong, and you're not very intuitive. You're not very good at reading people. But you got an encyclopedic fine, and it's great because like when people mention something like a fact, it will it will. So it starts with like the dialogue, and then when you continue, it flips to your inner dialogue where you're thinking about what that person said, so that you can analyze it and. Mm. continue like let's remember say the line of questioning or the conversation okay mm. and it will next to the box it will have the um the icon 
or the iconography that represents whatever skill you're using right now. Hmm. So because I'm a smarty pants, uh, somebody will mention like a historical event and I see often the image of the enci- encyclopedia and then mm. I'm like, you know what that is. It was that war that involved this faction and this and this and that and this. And then, you know, if if you get more information, sometimes they'll make like down in the conversation a check more easier. Okay. But I, I say cool. that like I don't see I look at this game and I'm like, you know, I played a lot of TTRPGs and I played like a lot of TTRPG inspired RPGs, video game RPGs like Neverwinter mm-hmm. Nights, which is based mm-hmm. on D and D. And I don't see how you can min max your way out of Disco Elysium. Oh, like I don't see mean? how you can. You'd have optimize. to. You'd have to do it enough times to try and figure out, or how you optimize a build like you yeah. do, like in Elder Elden Ring or things like that. It, yeah. I, it's such a personal story and a personal experience that I don't think it matters if you min max or if there's like a good way or an easy way to play Disco Elysium. It mm. just doesn't fucking matter because you're just a cop that's like amnesiac. That's in trying to like investigate a murder and pretend like he didn't forget every fucking thing about himself and then it's just this inner turmoil why is it called disco elysium i haven't figured that out yet but like, apparently I'm sure in, there's a reason yeah in, in the world that you are in mm-hmm. disco has made a comeback Oh. And everybody's Ooh. so so, and everybody's wearing flared pants, and it looks like a bit seventies ish. Okay, okay, but like I I started play, like I did no research on this game, guys. Okay, I was just like a lot of people were just like in the past year, were like how come you had no, how come you haven't played Disco Elysium yet? But it's like your shit, and now that I'm playing, I'm like I should have. I should have looked into this, but like I am actually enjoying this because I am completely blind. Mm. Huh. Everything is a complete surprise, and a, it is. Oh, cat! This may help. I just looked up what Elysium meant. Yeah, it's the uh, it's, it's a, the Greek uh, between worlds like limbo, but for the Greeks, right? Paradise sense is one of the oh. definitions. And that okay, one, it said the abode of the blessed after death in classical mythology. So I guess that's like, yeah, that's paradise. Uh, paradise. We yeah. go to Elysium in or Assassin's paradise Creed. Paradise. Uh, yeah. Keep scrolling for more is the, the rest of what it says. Elysium, other known as Elysian fields or Elysian plains is a conception, of the afterlife that developed over time. And it was maintained by some Greek religious and philosophical sects and cults. Yeah, it was initially separated from the Greek underworld, the realm of Hades. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, and then there's some disco involved. I was wondering if there was actual disco involved, because like, what else? Why else would you would use they call that it word? disco Elysium? Yeah, I I think like probably like some people that played the game or looking to it are listening to this podcast and yelling like, how could you not know why it's called disco Elysium? <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I'm going this blind and I'm gonna let the game tell me. There you I go. I mean, you I haven't like played that. it. Yeah, how can you know what it is if when when you haven't played it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's been out for well, for a while, but I, I've been lucky in the sense that even though it's been out for so long, I can go in it completely blind. Yeah. Because well, it's I- not like a cult game like Mass Effect where everybody's constantly talking about Mass Effect, right? Well, there's a... F- 
bunch of games where you don't really understand the the names until you get into what the story is about. Yeah. Like even Horizon Zero Dawn, you don't know what Zero Dawn is for quite a while mm-hmm. until you get into that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that doesn't make a whole time. Of, uh, Forbidden West is easier to understand, but like Zero Dawn, that that's kind of the crux of the whole situation, right? <laughs> yeah. Without spoiling anything, it's a very important term. <laughs> When you finally Hearing get, about. when you finally find it in that game, and the, like they explain it to you, you're like, oh, oh. yeah, oh, oh fuck, oh, it's one of those boy. glass shattering moments of oh, and then the world Sheesh. opened, and your mind went. Now you understand like the previous twenty hours of gaming. You've just yeah. been like, fuck. <laughs> oh, now everything makes more sense. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear more about it because it's, yeah, it's one of those games that I've heard so much about yeah. um, while it's been out over. Because, like, it was nominated for a whole bunch of awards. The year came mm. out and all that kind of stuff. So, and won a whole bunch of awards. But, yeah, it it's never been a game that I thought I might be into. But I can see where, Kat, you'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be up your alley. Interesting. I played a lot of, like, point-and-click adventure games back in the day. And yeah. Like that. Like, yeah. So, for me, it's, it's your bread and butter. Shit. Yeah. That's my shit. Cool. Hopefully, it doesn't give me nightmares. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> hopefully. Important. So far, so that good. That would suck. Yeah. Speaking of no nightmares, um, Simon, sounds like you've been doing sports <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> no nightmares in that, right? <laughs> no, all the nightmares in that. No, definitely not. Just yeah, the ones uh, of his own making. Woo! Yes, exactly. No, uh, well, since I finished Elden Ring on PS5, uh, kind of in a position of not knowing what to do what to play and when that happens i play nhl and mlb the show are you playing so, the new one yes show 22 and nhl 22 yeah how are they going um, yeah is are you enjoying the the show 22 the new version yeah 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 definitely um i don't like the last i i skipped 21 i i the last one i played was 20 mm-hmm. um there's some, you know, so some cool differences, but like the core gameplay is very similar to what the other ones were, which is totally fun. You know, more of the same is 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 good because it's a great game. Like it's well made and it's really polished and and works well. So works looks great on PS5 and runs super well on PS5 as well. Like really no issue, no stuttering, no frame rate loss, super clean. Um, not so much NHL, but that's a different story. <laughs> different company, different franchise, and not the same amount of money going into those two games. So. No, di- very different. <laughs> very different indeed. Yeah, no, but there's there's some cool stuff in that NHL 22. Actually, they introduced um, with that version roster sharing, mm-hmm. so people can create their own rosters and like um, so if there's if there's trades during the the year that kind of stuff, you know they and they can actually add a prospect and and change some potential and some stats around. So there's actually some really cool stuff that you can do. So there's a few YouTubers that I follow that do initial content that have their own packs on there. So. There's some pretty cool stuff. I usually do franchise mode, um, either expansion draft or I get the Canadians and I clean house and I only keep like two players. <laughs> I just delete everything and go from there. <laughs> Still the Habs, but modified. Exactly. There's pretty much only Suzuki and Caulfield left. I mean, I'm in 2030. And yeah, there's only those two left from the current uh, team. Wow. So <laughs> cool. very different. Cool. Do you know what you're... Are, are you going to pick up Elden Ring on another console? Or are you going to try... You Probably your, not. Take your eyeballs uh, something else. I might do some... I know there's a lot of... Um, there's a really cool mod for uh, Dark Souls 3 called... Um, is it 
convergence or something like that but basically like remakes the whole game pretty much like changes a lot of things changes some areas adding some content like it's a rather huge thing so mm -hmm. i might give that a try cool uh, and, and i know that there's a lot of, of mods as well that modifies gameplay for elden ring um so i might try like an item randomizer or something like that so we'll, we'll see how it goes there's a couple things that i want to try out um just to stay on that from soft bullshit because it's my jam so <laughs> nice Nice. Yeah, yeah. I uh, haven't been playing much because obviously travel, but I do, now that I'm back, want to jump into Little Witch in the Woods. I have that downloaded and ready to go. Um, a game that I've had my eye on for a while and it's been in my Steam wish list has actually released. It's called Apico and it's a laid back beekeeping sim game about breeding, collecting, and conserving bees bees oh it's got a really nice art style that kind of gives me like a little wood meets stardew valley meets old zelda vibes so mm -hmm. i'm into that um the uh info on steam states it is set in a series of lush environments apico uniquely combines resource gathering biology and beekeeping mini games taking ideas from a mix of real life and fantasy apiculture and floriculture it came Hence out the name yeah it came out on the 20th of may um there is a demo but nonetheless in canadian monies it's 2279 which is pretty good so yeah, uh and you can unlock all the dlc for seven dollars and i need nine cents canadian so yeah i am really intrigued to try that out because you know how i feel about those kind of sim management games mm -hmm. and i'm also you dig them yeah and i'm also excited too because a game that simon you have played when it was in early access finally got a full 1.0 release date temtem is now coming oh 1.0 september 6 and it's going to be on xbox and switch along with the playstations and the and the steams at the same time and the whatnots yeah mm -hmm. it's interesting i'm i i'd want to give it a go again and, and and try it out there was some i definitely hit a, a huge roadblock um at one point where uh like i had to grind a lot mm -hmm. to get like my time times to high enough level to do the, the the content and apparently they've they've mitigated that a little bit like there's a few areas that you can get like time times from like level one to almost max level in like a couple hours so that's that seems like not too bad mm -hmm. um so but yeah i've uh i i definitely hit like a a, a hard stop and i, I kind of didn't want to grind into it because i just how felt like it was gonna take forever so how long ago was that do you think I can check. Yeah, because I'm it's curious. It's in the podcast. Yeah, well, it's in no, the I have it on Steam. Steam. I can just check last time, time I played. Steam. Yeah, because oh, yeah. like that was when it was in early access, right? When they were yeah, just yeah, developing but... the thing. And now it's coming full launch. So I imagine they've done a lot. Ah, uh, Tam Tam. I feel like we talked about that while last I played here. was uh, a year ago, actually. Yeah. Exactly a year ago. Like, Almost to, to the day a year ago. Oh, yeah. Was May 13, 2021. Oh, crazy. <laughs> crazy. Okay. So, yeah, because I feel like I'd heard about it when I was living here in Toronto. So, uh, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. So, I'm going to, you know, 
keep that in my I'm probably my gonna wait list. for the full release and try it but i that, mean i i thought it was a really cool like i liked the combat's really good like much better than yeah um well not much better but like different i liked it more than pokemon definitely um and there was like some 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 interesting and and, and cool mechanics about it so what's interesting is like we've now had a bunch of games shift that i was interested in like starfield and things like that mm-hmm. and but pokemon is still coming this year and Temtem is like true. a pokemon knockoff so it's going to be really interesting to put those two next to each other because we've had such a revolution in pokemon games of how yeah. they're played because you and i love the last game like yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how much that carried over and to see if Temtem actually beats out pokemon a lot of mechanics because it's more progressive in you know optimizing its systems because you it sounds like you enjoyed how they kind of changed that concept yeah 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 no i mean they definitely had some interesting mechanics and like different ways of going about doing dungeons and, and leveling up your your put your temtems and stuff mm-hmm. um i just thought that barrier to entry was a little bit too high mm-hmm. and like actually progressing throughout the game was kind of a hassle at some point so mm-hmm. we'll have to see if they kind of fix that um but i i, I doubt that the next pokemon's game is gonna have any of what um legends arceus has because like knowing like it's one of those games that we'll make one of those and see what happens and then in the next development cycle then we can start to incorporate some stuff from mm-hmm. there so i don't feel like this game will be different maybe the other one but this like this one i the next one um, what is it called violet and, and scarlet and violet scarlet and violet yeah. i feel like that they're going to be like very similar in sword and shield yeah, yeah, I get that vibe too, especially since they, it seems like what they did with Arceus was actually supposed to be more of a, like, almost like a tech demo or a proof of concept. Yeah, and then exactly. And it evolved into something way more yeah. full-blown. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i excited because, yeah, I, I got to go back and look through. Now that we're starting to get some... And I say that with a big asterisk because there's a lot of things we don't know. Getting some idea of what's coming in the fall. Um, I'm definitely going to have that on my list. So I'm excited about that. And I mean, we've the, got a the, bunch the, of events the, coming too to Yeah, exactly. I was going to say the shows are coming soon. Yeah, um, I believe know, I'm going to the Toronto event for the fan- Xbox thing. I was Brad, invited to that. So that God. should be cool. Um and yeah, we've got the Summer's Game Fest. I don't think we're going to mm-hmm. see as many press events. That's kind of... No. That's actually been a bit of the scuttlebutt yeah. online. Like, Jeff Neely kind of dropped that, saying, like, there's probably not going to be as many events this year. They're just going to add their stuff into the these bigger ones. So, so yeah, I kind of anticipate Jeff having lots of the scoops on what we're actually going to see in the fall. But anyway, it was way too much at one point. Like, I couldn't keep track of everything. Yeah, it was too much. It was almost like we had to run... It's almost like they had to swing the pendulum too far the one way for now it to start yeah. to come back and like settle yeah. down, right? Like let's it, go back to one or two events rather than twenty five, <laughs> or just make them hyper focused on the things you know yeah. and make it clear what you're talking about so you can go and watch what you're actually interested in instead of sitting there for four hours and being like that served me no purpose. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the ones where it's just like. 45 minutes they say hello welcome to our game showcase and then they show like 20 games in a row bang 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 and then okay thank you for coming bye like that's perfect like, like don't i don't need to know direct. 
I don't need to know about the developer's dog who who inspired them to do a different texture on the main character's nutsack. Like I don't I don't give a shit. Just show me the fucking game trailers and then we'll go with that. Okay. Well, I'm glad that's important. Yes, it is. It is important. Yes. <laughs> All right, folks, let's talk about some news. You ready for that? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right, it's news o'clock. Catherine, what are you bringing to the table this week? So there are rumors that TikTok plans uh, to add games. Ooh, are they now? It's it's conducting tests in Vietnam. Well, now. That's a place to do testing? Yeah, apparently, uh, uh... yeah, a TikTok representative said the company has tested bringing HTML5 games to its app through types with third-party game developers such as Zynga, but they declined the comment well, it's planned for Vietnam or broader gaming ambitions. Okay. But apparently, apparently right now, there's tests in Vietnam with games on the app. So I don't know like if it's certain users or a closed group this article on routers doesn't say hmm. okay i'm actually surprised they're going with the option of people playing games in the app a la old facebook and farmville and everything i actually thought they would have went the direction of streaming games like mixer and twitch and all that stuff that's where i thought they would have went but streaming, like streaming, you mean like someone streaming like, their gameplay to like a TikTok live sort of thing? Yeah, because they already do like you can do live events and stream live things in it. We do it for work. Um, and then you can make your videos and have gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know, you could show off gameplay clips and things like that. I would have thought they would have went the direction of trying to figure out how to stream something um, to have interaction. Mm-hmm. But I get why they can easily make money in gotcha games. So yeah, probably of course, why. tons of money. <laughs> I mean, it's owned by a Chinese company, and a big part of their market and the money is made like overseas compared to like North America. Yeah. Um, so for them, it's probably why it's being tested in a in a country like vietnam and why it's like hush hush right now or it's like mini games and like for us westerners it's easy to be like but why but for asia it's like really smart um Mm -hmm. i think when it comes to like content creation they have all they need like i see a lot of twitch streamers doing like highlights and best ofs Mm -hmm. on um on tiktok and then if they do a TikTok live, it's not for gaming. It's more like a, a chit chat sort of thing. Almost like the TikTok lives are not very different from the Instagram lives or the Facebook lives or what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter used to do with the, what was it called? Periscope? Oh, yes. yeah. Periscope. That was a thing at one point. Wow. Yes. Uh, I think they they just integrated it into Twitter. I think you can go live on Twitter. You can do the chat thing live on Twitter. I've done that before after events where you go in and it's like a group chat room and people, someone moderates it and it's almost like a radio show that you can raise your hand and join in on. That was fun. I know what they're called. But I've seen people just stream live on on Twitter. Spaces. That's what it's called. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but they did. Periscope was there. I don't know if they sucked it in or if they stopped it completely. I feel like it's been a while since they sucked it in. Okay, cool. But yeah, I remember that being a thing for sure. So for me, like that sounds like like what Netflix is doing, mm-hmm. in the sense that you go, 
as a TikTok user, you're either a content creator or you're somebody that goes there to consume content. So like adding little mini games and things like that uh, probably makes sense in their grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. Maybe also, who knows? Like it, this is all rumors and tests. Maybe they'll do it directly in TikTok. Maybe they'll, la they'll launch a separate app, things like that, and tie some of the monetization between the two. I mean, they're already making money. They started paying their creators depending on the market um they're paying for some of the music they better be paying for the music yes because the labels made their way onto tiktok yes um, that's how a lot of music is broken right now there's actually yes. a big story about that i was watching phil defranco today um it was a big story about that because halsey wanted to drop they wanted to drop a new song and the label wouldn't unless they could find a viral oh, a moment for it to go viral. And Halsey was unhappy with that. So and wait, they were holding the song? Yeah, the label was holding the song and wouldn't release it the until fuck? there was a moment that they could make it a viral moment on. I don't know it was a song or the album. But yeah, go watch today. What is, what is the date today? 24th? 24th of May's episode on uh, Phil DeFranco's uh, show on YouTube. And he talks about it. It's one of the first uh, things. But yeah, just talking mm. about kind of how... It's really interesting how the music industry has changed because of TikTok. And very, very rapidly. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of like independent artists that went viral on TikTok. That mm -hmm. just kind of put their song on Spotify and YouTube after that. Or they were on Spotify and YouTube, but they weren't getting any plays. And this, they their song became a part of like a TikTok trend. And then they just kind of like exploded. Yeah. Do you know, you know, Ed Amame, that song? Mm -hmm. He's Canadian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I saw him at the Junos and he had on a fantastic outfit on the red carpet. He had a dress made out of, uh, remember those old uh, rugs as a kid that you would have dinkies on? It would have like roads and houses and everything. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. He had a dress out of that and then a suit for the show when he was out performing. But yeah, Baby No Money is Canadian. I had no idea. And a TikTok star because his that song went viral he had another song before that he did too yeah he had another one as well so like tiktok is making artists at this point yep and hmm. it's there's there's this um other canadian ki kid i think his account is called it's yak and he's uh he's a rapper he's a hip-hop artist and he's amazing um, and his latest song went super viral. Like he started going viral just doing mini raps on TikTok, and then he made mm. an album. Yeah, and like he's the one that has the song. Um, if I'm be sad, I'ma do it, but with pizzazz. Yeah, like, yeah. He's from Toronto, Catherine, actually. Catherine, Catherine, hey, Catherine, don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Jessia, who has that song A B C D E F no. U da 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 da. She's Canadian too. TikTok. It's crazy. <laughs> Maybe we're seeing them because, like, we're Canadian, but anyway. No, I, I wouldn't have known they were Canadian until the fact that I saw them at the Junos. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea Baby No Money was Canadian until we were editing, I saw them perform, and then we were editing a video afterwards, and I was spell-checking spell captions last week. <laughs> no. The more you know. So, anyway, games could or could no. not be coming to mm. TikTok. But at this point, everybody and their mother is trying to get into gaming for money. Yes! They saw that the money is there, so let's milk it as much as we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Simon, what story do you have for us this week, my yeah, friend? Some pretty cool news coming out from um, uh, from GameIndustry.biz. So we know that um, uh, a lot of different game companies and areas and game companies are trying to get unionized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that that's a, that's a big deal and a first step in the video games. You know, it's been a long time since uh, game devs have been abused pretty much by, uh, by, uh, by game companies because everybody wants to work in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so for the first time, uh, the QA staff at Raven Software, Raven Software, I think, is a subsidiary of Activision. Yes, sir. Um, say what? I said, yes, sir, it is. There you go. And uh, so for the first time, uh, there is a, uh, a major video game company, a, a section of a major video game company, uh, has successfully unionized, unionized. So Jason Trier over on Bloomberg uh, said that 19 votes were four and three votes against it. So 78% of the QA tester uh, at, at Raven Software have decided to unionize. So this is a very, very awesome big first step for workers' right to be recognized in this horrible, horrible industry. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, it's 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 a first step. There's going to definitely, you know, Activision's going to fight it. Um, Microsoft has said, you know, that they would recognize whatever Activision decides to do with this ever since, you know, before the sales go uh, goes in. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first... One of the first um, reactions from Activision Blizzard was, well, there's not enough people, so we say that um, we don't re- we won't recognize a union because there's not enough people, um, like, out of a... It said, we believe that important decision that will impact the entire Raven Software Studios of roughly 350 people should not be made by 19 Raven employees. So you so, agree they should all unionize. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So basically it means they're going to fight it. But still, you know, it's, it's a good step forward. I th- and I feel that if it can... Um, uh, encourage other uh, devs and QA people to uh, kind of uh, uh, get in there and, and, and do the same and try to uh, get what they are due, then, you know, props, get to them and, and, and good luck on, on your journey because uh, it's going to be a rough one because we know that, uh, you know, Activision is not going to go down without a fight. No, because they've done already when this kind of started inklings of it kind of hitting the airwaves like they even tried well, yeah. splitting up they, the teams and yeah, hiring people back said, and giving them they, raises to be like they See, said that we're they were so gonna bad. they're gonna transfer every uh they were gonna transfer every employee like to get pay raises and like get stuff increases and then they met everyone one by one and they said you take the package or you're fired so <laughs> they were like excuse me so uh yeah that wasn't exactly the smoothest way to go about it Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so yeah the next National Labor National Labor Labor Relations Board. Why is that so hard for me to say? Labor National Labor Mario. Relations Board. Yeah, they re- Yeah, <laughs> they rejected Activision Blizzard's objection to not recognize the Raven Software yeah. QA Group Union election. So, yeah, so interesting. Good. First, first good step. Definitely. So yeah, this is def- this is making noise all over the place um, the past two days because I think it actually happened yesterday when we had vacation day here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think next week is the day that the Americans have off. Um, so yeah, this obviously started kind of building steam yesterday and people are still talking about it all day today. So it's pretty cool first step, I gotta say. I yep. 
have a feel-good story of the week, guys. Yay! Because for once, after talking feel about the good. shit that happens in the video game industry, we need to talk about the good that gaming brings to people. And this story comes from the Daily Star of all places out of the UK. And the title is, Teen who collapsed in bedroom had life saved by gamer friend 5,000 miles away. What? Yeah, a Brit teenager who'd begun having a seizure while gaming had his life saved by a woman, woman 5,000 miles away who he was playing with on, uh, online. Aidan Jackson, form, uh, from Witness in Cheshire, was alone in his room at the time. And although his mum was downstairs, the only person with any indication of what was happening was Raven, a woman in Texas. <laughs> the quick thinking of Raven, who searched online for the proper authorities to call after Aiden fell silent and began gasping, would save his life. Wow. Police That's arrived awesome. at I know. Police arrived at Aiden's home 40 minutes after uh, the t- the then 17-year-old fell silent, surprising his mom who was still unaware of the situation. So imagine now, your mom, you're sitting downstairs and all of a sudden paramedics show up at the door being like someone called cuz there's an issue in your house. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, you're just downstairs and just not assuming anything, but your kids upstairs having a seizure. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Two years that later, is insane. Yeah, two years later, an Aiden who is now nineteen is working as a bartender and witness wins. But alongside his work, he has been fundraising to provide life-saving defibrillators for his local community. He told the Liverpool Echo, I guess that's the the, uh, the newspaper, he is close to reaching his twenty-fifth defibrillator, which will also be his last, and he has made the mantle. Uh, to his mom who will continue or as he hands the mantle to his mom who will continue the vital work looking back at his near-death experience and the ensuing media attention which included an appearance on the american talk show the Timor hall show show where he met the girl who saved his life for the first time in front of a televised audience aiden said it's surreal looking back at it now it was such a sudden experience, and within a month of it happening, I'd been flown out to New York to meet the friend who saved me. It was really an emotional experience when I met Raven. How that's crazy amazing. is that? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, like, oftentimes, you know, we sh- yell, complain, cry, <laughs> get very, very upset with this industry, but it brings a lot of joy. And today and that day, it also can save a person's life. Mm. With that's, that, that's crazy. I close out the show for this week because we're already way over time. <laughs> we thought we were going to have a short Yeah, week. we're like, it's going to be a short one. We're just going to chat a little bit. And then Leah had to go on a rant about WestJet. And yeah. then shit went down. The airing of the airline grievances had to happen because I was so frustrated. And the whole time that I was doing this, I can't wait to talk smack on the podcast. <laughs> All right, as usual, I'm going to do the whole conclusion spiel so that you guys know how to find us online and all that jazz. But the first thing that I want you to do is uh, if you want to read more about any of these stories that we've talked about today, you can go check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for all the links to all the stories we've mentioned in this episode. Thank you, Catherine, for always putting that together for us. It's a fantastic Thank you, Catherine. service for us. 
I'd also uh, like to request that if you have the power to rate and review things on the podcast platform where you are listening to us, please do so. Why? It helps with discovery so people can find us online and, uh, you know, join in on my rants and ravings and whatever else. <laughs> Allie's not here, so someone has to fill that void. It's true. Yeah. Somebody got to pour the salt. Exactly. And today I'm usually, I'm I'm usually angry at something, but I just forget when I'm in the podcast. That's it's weird. You need to write it down, Simon. We need it's more true. airing of the grievances. This needs it's to be true, a therapy yeah. session, okay? <laughs> and of course, if you're interested in uh, asking us a question, uh, leaving us a voicemail, um, you want to be heard on the show, go check out TalkBack um, on the iHeartRadio app. And the app's available in Canada, the U.S., Mexico, New Zealand, Australia. So, yeah, go uh, go on the sh- on the Girls on Games page, uh, podcast page. There'll be a little microphone button, and you can leave us up to 30 seconds worth clip uh, voicemail. And then uh, we'll sh- share that on the show, as long as it's not too crazy and doesn't have too many swears in it. Uh, <laughs> thanks as always to the crew for being on the show with me this week this is the chance for them to shout out their social media handles so you can find them online and talk video games and much much more Catherine where can people find you I am CSDSBINS on Twitter and Instagram but forget that go on Twitter and follow at Spotify weird I just found it it's just weird Spotify Spot. playlist okay <laughs> I'm looking at one of the playlists is called a toaster Okay. And the, the first song is Silence by Marshmallow. The second song is Silence by Five Admin. The third song is The Sound of Silence by Disturb. The fourth song is Silence by Before You Exit. The fifth song is More Silence by Brock Beats. The sixth song is Silence by Our Last Night. The seventh the song is Ka-Ching by Shania Twain. And the last song is Toaster Time by Chris Sarnell. Oh my gosh. I, I was just like, That's I just had so Twitter stupid. open while we were recording and an auto refresh. And I had that in my feed. And there's like one, it's like POV, you're an alien pretending to be a human. In parentheses, poorly. <laughs> Um, there's one so awesome there's one it's just using the microwave anyway um share those in the discord but do not explain anything just drop the playlist in our music movies and more don't say shit and just say listen to the podcast pov you have tinnitus and it's just songs i can't believe i didn't I couldn't understand for a second where you were going with the whole toaster thing because that's amazing silence 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 i wonder if it actually works out to be like so many minutes or so no it's too much but just like all these songs with silence and then what was it ka-ching and then what was the last one toaster time, toaster time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway so i follow good. that retweeted at spotify weird thank you because now i i can't think of anything else and it's my brain is <laughs> Fried. This is so fucking good. I'm sorry to steal your thunder smoke. This, no, no, no. This is perfect. That I'm not adding anything else. This is it. This is this the is one. Go is... do this. I'll save my thing for next week. This oh, is perfect. Good. Okay. Oh, my. I'm Leah Jew, our most social media platforms, oh but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Disc, no, on Instagram. Blah, I'm getting ahead of myself. No the in there on the Instagram thing. That's the kicker, okay? That's so stupid. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely combo and more and to check out these fantastic playlists that Catherine's going to share. Simon just broke. What did you find? What is the playlist you found? Be- 
POV. I am horny, but there's an eternal worm in Connecticut. And then the songs are, oh my god, a eternal worm, fuck, but I am so horny, okay. And then the last song, a quick one before the eternal worm devours Connecticut. <laughs> made that song <laughs> what's the point oh my god that is so stupid i oh, cannot shit. believe that, that exists really funny. Uh, people have too much fucking time on their hands that are way so too stupid. creative <laughs> you, you have to go in the thread of each oh. playlist they post because they post the actual link to spotify oh. <laughs> i know that's it so you can go and listen through these playlists oh my god that could be a whole podcast of just like commenting on the experience of listening to these random playlists. Oh my god. Uh, but if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down on our home yeah. base. That's our website. Definitely. <laughs> Shit. Alright, folks. It's been a lovely week in video games. We're all laughy silly now, so we're gonna let you go. Have a good one. See Enjoy you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>